How you doing? I'm doing fine. How are you? Good, good. No joke. I used all the money I earned mowing lawns and delivering newspapers to buy records. Cool. I stacked all my 45s on a shelf in my room right next to my bed in alphabetical order. Alphabetically by artist, okay. then chronologically. Sir, uh, not, not to, uh, is, is there anything I can help you find? It's just me on the floor right now. I wanted to know who sang the song. I can see clearly now. Okay, um, do you by chance have a uh, Google? Mm-hmm. Because you, you'll be able to find that a lot faster than me right now. Are you looking for the original version made famous by Johnny Nash in the 70s? Or are you looking for the Jimmy Cliff remake from the movie Cool Running? I'm not looking for either yet. That reminds me of getting up early in the morning putting my newspapers together. Okay, so these are all different songs you're looking for on vinyl? Mm-hmm. A Horse With No Name by America, which I just saw Dewey perform when I was at John Stamos' house. John Stamos has a little band room. Love that song. Hi, I'm Gary. Uh, what would you uh, like me to do here? Sylvester had a couple of big disco hits, like Disco Heat. He was super gay. He wore a full-length mink coat, was accompanied by a 25-piece orchestra, and opened with an orchestral version of hey, Disco hang Heat. Hang on, I might be able to find someone who cares. Hi, I'm Gary. I love being that guy when it comes to music knowledge. Are, are you some form of, like, special needs or a savant or what? I mean... I was the guy who imported 99 Luft balloons to Record World. That's not something to brag about. The album you've been waiting for is finally here. Kids Bop sings Robin songs with parodies such as Wheels on the Bus. Robin's awesome kids around and round, round and round, round and round. The alphabet song. T-I-T-T-I-E-S. Robin's kitties are the best. That stupid Barney song. Don't forget the classic Winnie the Pooh song. Licky where you poo, licky where you poo. Robin, won't you let me give you a nice rim job? How'd we get these kids to sing such filth? It's best not to think about it. What's a rim job? Order now. Hey, everybody, remember us? Good morning, yes. We're back live. Yeah, wasn't it like last year sometime? That yeah, we it was. It was two years ago we did our <laughs> last show. We were away for two weeks, and a lot has gone down, as you know, Robin. And uh, there's a lot to talk about, and we're going to get to it all. But I'll admit, I'm not really that into being here. I uh, I was not excited to come back. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think that comes as a shock. Oh, my goodness. I'm really good at having time off. I love it. And I don't do anything real exciting, but I just love being away from the show. This is my work, and I don't like going to work, as most of us don't. Hmm. Very few people like going to well, work. Well, Howard, I mean, there's yeah. guys out there and ladies doing some pretty unpleasant jobs. Yeah, they like it. Good no, for they them. Don't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know what to tell. I'm just talking about my job. But anyway, good to be with you. And the only reason I don't like the job is because I take it so seriously that I. 
If I was more casual and treated it like a podcast where it could just like kind of, you know. Well, what do you think podcasters do? They don't care about what they're doing. But it, it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Nobody's <laughs> listening. It's not like anyone's listening to it. I mean, there are people who I know. I know there are some people making money with podcasts. I get it. Lots of people are doing podcasts yeah. now. But most of them don't have anybody listening. But I'm talking about, you know, I I even saw that. Um, oh, God, who was it? That I saw had a podcast and I was like, oh, they're podcasting now. Yep. It was, uh, who used to be on E at night? I don't know. Oh, you got me. Come on. Don't you tell me a story where you were all the time. You don't know the, uh, <laughs> the person and you're telling a story. <laughs> Their name just leaped out of my head. Well, no one knows it. I don't know what you're talking about. She did the late night show and then she went to Netflix. Oh, uh, Chelsea Handler. Yeah. She's doing Jesus. a podcast. We're getting to that point where I got to fill in the blanks? <laughs> yes. I've done it for you for years. Now you can start doing it for me. Oh, God. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So we're here. We're here. I'm not thrilled about being back. I was. You don't a... think you'll ever do a podcast now that Chelsea Handler's doing? No, I don't think I'm ever going to do a podcast. I'm going to waste my time. No offense to podcasters. It's great. I just need a paycheck. And I know there are some people who get money. But I know Adam Carolla gets paid. I got it. And Joe He's Rogan. got a record for the most downloads. I, I was reading that the other day. Joe Rogan and uh, Adam Carolla get money. I got it. I'm and I, I was reading that he bought a $7 million home. Who? So, uh, uh, Adam. Adam bought a $7 million home from the podcast? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <It's> impressive. <laughs> what, what? 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 So there must be money. Yeah. No, I was with uh, Jimmy Kimmel stayed at my house for a couple of days of vacation. Oh, yeah? We, every once in a while, you start talking about somebody's podcast, and I go, does anybody make any money? Adam makes a lot of money. <laughs> Adam Carolla. I go, wow, of all the guys to make money in uh, podcasting, it's Adam. He's How did he one. figure it out? Yeah. And Joe Rogan's got to be making money with his podcast, because every time I go on my Facebook, it's a Joe Rogan podcast. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? They they direct me to it. Right. Um, Which is kind of, he's got a whole little thing going. He's like an MMA expert. Right. And a comedian. And a um, podcaster. What does he podcast about? It, it, you know, interviews people and things. I see. And, uh, other than, and then there's another guy who makes money who's a friend of Jimmy's. Who was on our show once and is a sports guy. He oh. makes a lot of money, but don't, I, I don't remember his name. And I was supposed to do his podcast, but then he didn't want me because I was doing other podcasts first, I think. Oh, he wanted you exclusively. I don't know. I, that's the word I got from the, the book company, but How I don't dare know. He? Yeah. I was going to go on his podcast, but then they told me not to go on because I wasn't going on first and I had to reschedule and. There was some confusion, but I don't know the guy's name. But we had him on the show. And he Bill was Simmons? Name. Phil Simmons. Phil Simmons. He was a good guy. Had him on the show. He was funny. He's a friend of Jimmy's. But no podcast for you. Is it Phil Simmons or Bill Simmons? It's Bill Simmons, Gary. Said Bill Simmons. Oh. <clears throat> yeah, he makes money with his podcast. Because he has like 50 of them. <laughs> <laughs> I can barely get through this show. I don't know how people are doing 50 podcasts. But. I have a lot of people telling me they love podcasts. Do you listen to this one? Do you listen to that one? I listened to Conan's. And you know, it was very good. And you know who his guest was? You. Yeah. It was excellent. 
It's very, very good. Then I listened to that one, too. Yeah, I enjoyed that. I don't know. I, I just don't have enough time to even watch all this show. Like, I had to watch um, Orlando Bloom's coming in tomorrow. He's got a show on Amazon, a series called Carnival Row. Oh, and, uh, yeah. And I started, What's that all about? Well, it's, uh, it's pretty good, actually. You know, it's weird. If he wasn't coming in, I don't think I ever would have watched it. Because, it like, the first 20 minutes takes you a while to get into it. Uh-huh. And then once you're into it, it's really good. But you, it's it's like pixies and these. Is it a fantasy? It's a fantasy where he's like a, a detective and it's a world full of pixies. And pixies are people with wings who can fly. And then there's these other people who look like um, they're black people, but they have horns. And I think they're supposed to be like half man, half like bull or something. And um, they have like bullhorns. You watch this and you're not sure. Well, I just started it. I'm only on episode two. <laughs> I would be on episode three, but I sat down last night with my Apple TV and the TV had no audio again. Oh. I know. Go ahead. Laugh as much as you want. <laughs> Feel free to goof on the fact that they sell TVs now for like 179 bucks with every app on it. I say, I, again, I wrote to the guy who I paid most of all the money I've ever made in my life. <laughs> To put in a nice system. And I wrote, and I wrote, well, once again, I have no uh, audio on Apple TV with this expensive. And I feel like the boy who cried wolf or something because I keep saying the same thing over and over again. It's just, it's like wallpaper at this point. Are you ever there when he fixes it? Uh, Sometimes, sometimes not. Doesn't matter. And does he ever do anything weird? Well, well, anyway, he goes, uh, I wrote him. I wrote another guy who works for me. I wrote a couple other guys who work for me. And I said, can someone. Fix this fucking Apple TV so that every time I turn it on, it works. <laughs> Would that be insane of me to th- expect that? And then I, this morning, after I couldn't watch what I wanted last night, I get back an email. I've um, I've rebooted remotely your Apple TV. See if that works. And I go, well, that would have been nice to have the sound when I... In other words, I went to bed after I couldn't get the sound. <laughs> but maybe it's good. Maybe it's God telling me something. Because you know what? I read a book instead. I read a good book. It, oh, gosh. Did I write down the name or not? Let me see. You read a whole book? A whole book. and That's how much I like it. I don't read a whole book unless it's really good. Um, I read it. I read it rather quickly. I'm, I will recommend it to you. It's about a guy who uh, becomes obsessed with chess to the point that it ruins his life. And I related to it. I said, I should have written this book. That's how much I love the book. Because chess ruined my life for a while i i had to go cold turkey off of it uh, because i became so upset and so obsessed with it and when i would lose i got so just so fucking pissed and i felt awful about myself and i felt stupid it would ruin my day figures i didn't write down the name of the book gosh the guys what is the book's name all the wrong moves i think it's called and uh Gary, yeah, yeah, it's all the wrong moves by Sasha Chapin. S- uh, Chapin, yeah, Chapin. Sa- Sasha Chapin, yeah. So this guy's a professional writer. His career was going well. He has a girlfriend. Blah 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 blah. And he starts to play chess, and it just wrecks his fucking life. It wrecks his life. He, he becomes obsessed with it. 
He even travels to India, and he had the same experience you did in India. Oh boy! He, he got sick. It was horrible. He just wanted to. He wanted to hang himself. I didn't get sick. I didn't stay there long. Yeah, enough. yeah. Well, he got plenty sick. He's in the middle of a chess match, and he's shitting his brains out. <laughs> and this chess just ruins you, and and you come to the realization that it is impossible, especially as an adult, to become a. A, a world. chess master. Yeah, because you, the reason it's impossible, you have to study when you're young because you have to learn so many positions and so many, you know, so many things have to be wrote to you that you can't possibly become a champion. It's just you don't have enough hours of of, of memorization. So you're 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 destined to lose. And it, it was like he had that same bug in him that he was going to beat a player rated two thousand, and of course he never did. And it ruins your life. I mean, I became obsessed with chess. And it's just weird that I did. I don't even know why. I'm because not you good. you do that with everything. Yeah, but I'm not good with that kind of skill, number one. I'm not a person who likes to look at puzzles. Like ch the chessboard, when it gets complex, is like a puzzle. You have, to, you have to sit there. When you get to a really complex position, the whole key to being a grandmaster in chess is A, you you have to sit there and really enjoy unraveling the puzzle in your head. Once it gets really complex, you have to be able to look at the board and and look at every possible variation of what could happen in that position. Because these positions are like snowflakes. They've never occurred before at some point. They're so vastly different. And so you have to enjoy. And I hate doing that. I was the guy in school who said, you know, math. I figure I'm close enough. Like, I, I wasn't after the exact answer. With chess, if you want to be a champion, you got to get the exact answer. You got to look at every perm permutation, every little spidering effect of that position. But then why did you take it up? I don't and know. decide that you had to be really good at it. I have, I cannot answer that. <laughs> I don't even know why I would even get involved with it. I mean, I'm fascinated by it. I love the beauty of it. I got okay at it. I got up to uh, eighteen hundred on the in the on the ICC. They and you it. don't know what that is. Well, I do know what it is. Of course, I do. You don't know how valid it is. It's on computer. No, 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 no. It's very valid. It's it's like a math equation. Your your rating is based on how many wins and how many losses. And and nobody cheats. Oh well, that I don't know. <laughs> I don't cheat. So whoever I beat, I beat legitimately. <laughs> and then also, I played at the Marshall Chess Club, which. Um, Gives you a different rating, and it it was, it's usually 150 points lower than what you do on the computer for some reason, and you know playing over the board. And in fact, I was about 150 points lower. Well, that was my point. It's yeah. like when you're playing real people and somebody's really watching, it's yeah. a different result. Yeah, it's a definite, definite different result. But in any case, I mean, I got good for a, an adult who played, but not not on the level I wanted to be. And then when I would lose to some 12-year-old in person, it was it was pathetic. And this guy was losing to 12-year-olds. Anyway, it's a good book. <laughs> if you want to read a book, I'm giving it uh, the big thumbs up. It was recommended to me by George Stephanopoulos, the guy on Good Morning America. And Is he a chess uh, no, obsessed person? No, and that's why he was shocked he loved the book so much. He has nothing to do with chess, and he was kind of surprised. He read a review of it and uh, read the book and liked it and recommended it to me. 
Yeah, in this little blurb, it says he he comes to some Zen-like conclusion. Yes. And then he uh, his chess guru is a guy named uh, Grandmaster Ben Feingold, who I then looked up on the Internet. And I, I recommend anybody just watch this guy. He's endlessly entertaining. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, he's got quite the personality. And my wife sees me watching these videos, and she's like, how do you watch this shit? Because I watch all of Dan Heisman's videos. He's a chess, uh, he's a international master, and he was my teacher. And I watch all his videos, and they're endlessly entertaining to me. How really? They, how these guys analyze. I love it. But to other people, it's they're like tedious. How, how could you watch this? I go, it's fantastic. Yeah, I mean, as you talk about it, it sounds like nothing I'll ever tune into. No, but you, the guy Ben Feingold is a bit of a personality. Yeah. He, yeah, he, he teaches little kids and stuff. And, but my teacher was the best, Dan Heisman. He was really good. He, he doesn't project personality into it. He just fucking tells you how to play chess. You know? no person. I don't like personality. Whenever I'm learning from somebody, I don't want they them making... They shouldn't have a personality. No, I don't want them making jokes. <laughs> they shouldn't make it fun. <laughs> you know, like like even I study watercolor. I, I don't I don't want to hear about the teacher's day. I don't want to hear about, uh, hey, you know who I taught or how I ran. Just teach me fucking chess. And anything else. You're trying to learn. That's it. I don't want nonsense. I don't like nonsense. Well, it sounds like you're a difficult student as well. You know, these teachers who want to inject their personality. I Well, mm. uh, you didn't like a teacher with personality when you were growing up. No. <laughs> I didn't like teachers, period. They didn't like me much either. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm such a pill. But uh, let's say hi to a couple of people. Then I'll get into the bulk of the show, which is... A lot of it is we have to go over what everyone did on their vacation because uh, there's some interesting uh, tidbits I picked up on. Really? Yes. I will share all of it with you. We've got four hours ahead of us. Everyone buckle down. Or buckle up. Buckle whichever up. Whichever you prefer. I've been wa- I got a house in Florida, so I've been watching that fucking storm uh, with the hurricane. Yeah, you know, but it was- seems like it's going to miss Florida. Yeah, thank God. Well, yeah, but you feel bad for the people of North and South Carolina, don't you? I do, but I feel good for me. (laughs) I I have to be honest. Like, like, like I've just been sitting on Spielkis, Robin, which is Italian for like pins and needles. Really, you worry about things like that? Yes. But then, why have a house in Florida? That's a good question. Every season. (laughs) That's a good question. (laughs) You got now. You now you ask something important. Yeah, like those people whose houses are on the edge of California, and every year they yep. wash down. Because I love Florida so much. <laughs> if you're ever lucky enough to go to Florida, it's so great, the hot weather in the winter. If you live in New York, the winter is brutal, especially the older you get. I'm like an alligator. I need to lay in the sun. You know, I don't go directly in the sun. I just like the heat. I like heat. You're, you're sun adjacent. Sun adjacent. Very good. <laughs> That's exactly what I am. The storm has weakened to a Category 3. Okay. Which is still very dangerous. Yes, it is. I'm watching TV, and they got this woman on TV in the Bahamas. Obviously a well-to-do woman. Looked like she had a pretty nice house. She sent into uh, MSNBC a video of her house and what was going on. The woman has... 
The woman's now in her upstairs bedroom. She has a two-story house. The whole bottom of the house is now, it's like in the middle of the ocean. Yeah. And she's in there, and she says to the guy on MSNBC, he says to he goes, what's going on? She goes, well, I'm safe in my bedroom right now. He goes, you're safe in your bedroom, but what if the water rises? She goes, well, it's going to be horrible, but I, I do have a contingency plan. I do have an evacuation plan. Goes, what is that? Yeah, so you got, exactly. You could have been on uh, MSNBC. <laughs> Um, he goes, uh, what is your evacuation plan? She goes, well, the, we could climb to the roof of oh the house. Oh, my God. So I, this is her evacuation plan. They're going to keep going up until they run out of room. Well, then he goes, well, what if, it, what if, and then she goes, well, and if we run out of room, she goes, we're going to tie a rope. Uh, it's me, my husband, and our two uh, animals. We're going to tie a rope to each other, and we have a, um, a, uh, uh, like, you know, a thing you put beer in, like a, a, a cooler. cooler. And we're going to float with the cooler. <laughs> <laughs> and there's like 20 feet, 20 foot water would wave. She's going to float on the cooler. I say, I go, that's like saying, you know what my pl- evacuation plan is? I'm going to grow gills like a fish and breathe <laughs> on the water. I mean, that's about, that's about, that made no sense. Well, I'll probably use my dead husband as a raft. That's the contingency plan. It she never goes, ceases to amaze me because, like, now I said it's going up the coast, and it probably will hit uh, South Carolina, North Carolina. Yeah. And they're talking to this woman now. It hasn't hit her yet. She won't leave. She's staying. Yeah, staying. And she's keeping an eye on the storm. Yeah, well, and they said when in Florida when it was going to be a Cat 5, they had some reporter down there, and she turns to this guy, Big Hillbilly, and she goes on the news, Hey, um, what what are you doing? You know, what are you? How are you going to brace for the storm? He goes, Well, we're going to ride it out. I go, We're going to ride it out. You fucking maniac! That's a house. That's not a surfboard. <laughs> we're going to ride it out. <laughs> Good, ride it out. We got too many people anyway. But can you imagine? We're going to keep an eye on the storm. What are you doing? Keeping an eye on the storm? Yeah, he's going to ride it out. I go. That's a hillbilly for you. Ride this it woman out. wasn't a hillbilly. I'm going to ride it out. I'm riding right out of town. She's going to keep an eye on the storm. Don't they know, like, the electricity will go out? I'm going to keep an eye on the storm. <laughs> What's your contingency plan? I'll just part the water like Moses and walk to a hotel. And then she says, yeah, yeah you know, we have a, a, a contingency plan. If the storm <laughs> gets too bad, yeah. we can go inland. On what? Your car will be floating. Hey, Balls, what up? Pennsylvania Balls. Good to see you back, man. My life is not the same when you guys are on vacation. Hey, how about that phony phone-a-thon on Labor Day weekend? That was fucking awesome, man. I loved that. That was was great. Uh, It was a nice way to tide me over, but it's nice to have you back. Kudos to our staff for putting together the phony phone-a-thon Labor Day weekend. If you missed it, then you missed out on real fun. What What I I wanted to ask you, though, Howard, I'm sorry, good. Is, uh, is people seem to be losing their shit over Dave Chappelle's new stand-up special. And I just wondered, uh, I mean, do, do you think people are just kind of being oversensitive to pussies now, or do you think that's a valid uh, argument? Uh, Dave Chappelle's latest special on Netflix is brilliant. Have you seen it? Of course. I didn't realize it was out. I watched it, in me- I watched it with Jimmy. We, uh, we sat and laughed the whole time. 
Why didn't you tell me it had happened? Well, listen, that I, I had released it. I figured you're, you're busy you're, with Jimmy. Yeah, but Jimmy's my best friend. You know that. <laughs> I don't have time for you. I and, don't get messages with Jimmy's in well, I get enough of you here. <laughs> <laughs> I got a new victim at my house. I'm not calling you. Well, well, uh, I suggest you all watch Dave Chappelle's new Netflix special. First of all, you'll be grabbed by the fact that he has mastered stand-up comedy for the year 2000 what is this 19? 19 he he really is state-of-the-art it is quite phenomenal what he is up to first of all he has so many specials on netflix that you sit there and are mind-boggled by his prolific amount of material That's he number has one. more than one yeah oh yeah he, you know he had those three that he already well, put the, out yeah the original ones the original ones and those were brilliant and you figured well he's going to need 10 years to come up with some new material but not him not him he just seems to be a machine or a mckine whatever you say <laughs> it, it's real it, it, the special is called sticks and stones and it's controversial only because you know he's talking about stuff that uh, Balls, I'm going to hang up on you. you got an annoying connection. Oh, sorry, man. No problem. Yeah, you're in your car, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Later. Who cares? <laughs> so, you know, the guy is talking about Michael Jackson. He defends Louis C.K. in a sense, but he does it in such a charming way. And is everything something you're going to agree with? No. But I'm not looking to agree. I'm looking to laugh. But apparently that's what everybody needs now. They need to I know. agree. And I, I just wanted to hear his point of view. And it's so wonderfully delivered. It's remarkable, his delivery and his ease on stage. You don't even feel like you're watching a stand-up special. You feel like you're at a dinner party with the most interesting guest in the room. And you're hanging out with a guy who's just endlessly entertaining. And it's I can't say enough about it other than uh, bravo. And uh, you really have to watch it. it. It is quite phenomenal. Well, that's what I'll be doing this afternoon. Good, 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 good. Well, I'll be watching Bachelor in Paradise. I didn't see it last <laughs> night. Uh, I could tell you what happened. Don't. Oh, no. I heard that. My wife even said, don't look at um, anything in the news. Don't look at the Daily Mail. I know. There's, they're they're uh, spoiling everything. Something major happened. So... I, I can't wait to get home. In fact, I might leave the show early to get home. Yes, Jacob, in California. Hey, now. was wondering if you, how the Peloton class is going. Are you still doing it? Oh, yes, my friend. The, I Oh, the Peloton. Peloton bike. First of all, I actually uh, got Jimmy to buy one, too. And Jimmy goes, you must have sold at least 100,000 Peloton bikes for this company. I go, I know, I know. In a way, I start getting resentful. That, like, I'm using it and talking it up so much, and now everyone's going to go buy one, and I'm not getting in on the action. But I got to say, uh, they they make an excellent product. The bike is great. And I have to admit, the, all the teachers are really good, and I'm kind of learning how to use the bike properly. And I'm going you, on... You act like there's a learning curve. No, there biking. is. There is, because it's not like a typical bike like you ride in the street. There are certain things you have to learn about the screen and how to use the screen in conjunction with the bike. You know, it's a class. Yeah. And now I'm getting more and more comfortable on the bike with the classes, and I understand what the teachers are talking about. I did the six-week. I had just completed the six-week beginner riders class. It's a course. And uh, I, I did all six weeks. And I'm getting my heart rate up around, you know, some at some points like around 150, which is fantastic. I dropped 10 pounds. 
Isn't that a little too high for you, 150? I don't think age? so. No, 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 no. You, you, <laughs> no, no, no. No, they, that's what you have to do in order to get a workout. But for the most part, the most of the classes, I'm around 130, 140. Well, that's supposed um, to be in your training range. Yeah, I'm in my range. Right. I'm, not, I'm not killing myself, and I'm doing it four days a week. But now that I completed the six-week beginner class, I don't know. Like, I wrote to the people at Peloton, and I said, look, I, I don't understand something. Like, now I'm done with the six-week program, but what do I do now? Like, who's going to put together a program for me? Like, should I do two half hours and 145 minute? And the woman answered me, but she didn't really give me the explanation I was looking for. So I'm trying to figure it all out. Oh, but you're ready to go into any class now, right? No, no? I, I don't want that. That's just it. I don't want to have a heart attack. <laughs> you know, I can't do what some of these young guys are doing. So I don't know. So what... they don't have like step downs. You know, you people should be doing this. No, you, it's not like a one room schoolhouse. Yeah. Yeah. I, no, there's this categories like this beginner, advanced beginner. There's uh, you can go by age group and stuff, but I, I don't know how to do it. You know, I don't have time. I just want someone to tell me what to do. What classes should I take if I want to do it four days a week? That's all I want. I want. I don't want to think. I just want to do. And no. it wouldn't be OK with you to try something and see how you like. It. No, I won't do that. <laughs> that I won't do because I could try something stupid and tell myself. <laughs> well, you can always stop. Right. Well, I don't know. I'm not uh, stopping. Are I don't you like following the- Jimmy on there? No, no, I don't follow anyone. Yeah, Jimmy, you should do a class together. Jimmy's gonna, well, Jimmy's gonna do it. He's gonna get one, and his wife uh, Molly wants one too. So they're gonna, they're gonna share a bike. Um, I won't let Beth share my bike. I was gonna ask. No. does Beth use the bike. No one uses my bike because I have, have it, set it set up for you, right? But I'm looking a little better. Like I don't have the gigantic gunt belly. Like it came down a lot, but it's still loose. So I got to hit the sit-ups and stuff. But I'm feeling a little more confident. So on the other days, you do like a weight workout? Yeah, I do some weights, but it's it's really lame. (laughs) Like, you should see me. It's lame because then my eyes hurt and my neck hurts. Your eyes hurt? Yeah, my eyeballs go dry. If I (laughs) I do, I'm telling you. Getting older blows. Oh, my God. I've never heard of dry and Meanwhile, eye for working Hey, when out. I left you on Wednesday, I go for this colonoscopy. Man, it oh, fucked yeah. me. The prep fucked me. I never used to be such a baby, but I did the prep, and I was, like, really nauseous from it. I never drank so much Gatorade in my life, and I shat my brains out. Yeah, you got dehydrated. I did. I dropped, I dropped 10 pounds in water weight in one night. That's not good. The crazy. I oh my god. I don't remember the pre- and then I was like, I'm sure. And that was consumed with getting all my duty out because they, they they make you drink like 32 ounces of Mucilix or whatever the hell it's called. And, and Metamucil. The, no, Met, no, Metamucil. I'm on now after my colonoscopy. Really? Yeah, I'm going to tell you about that. Oh boy. Yeah, but like I shat. It was kind of interesting. Like you drink so much fluid. And it's filled with like something that makes you make duty. You uh, to, did you do the Citramax or something like Ducalax. that? Ducalax. Ducalax yeah. liquid? Yeah, you mix it in with Gatorade. Oh, so they gave you that. Well, there's pills and then there's a liquid. I don't know. Ducalax and Miralax. Those are the two things. Ducalax are pills. Miralax is the liquid. And you, you, you're sitting at home, right? Three, so I hadn't eaten all day. Then at 3 o'clock, you drink 
an entire fucking tub of this Gatorade mixed in with. It was exciting at first because I could have as many ice pops as I want. I'm eating ice pops like crazy. You were looking forward to eating ice pops when you left. By the third ice pop, I was so sugared up and disgusted (laughs) with myself. I just couldn't even live with myself. And I started to get cold. And and, and then you have to drink so much fluid. Then I'm like, okay, this is going to be interesting. When the shitting starts, you're like, oh, wow. Like all the brown, I figured after a couple hours would be out. The brown was there right up into the night. Like, not until the morning where was all the brown gone. And I was monitoring it. I was fascinated by it, but I was also feeling really sick from it. But then I had the uh, colonoscopy and everything checked out cool, except um, I have these little pockets in my colon, which it turns out is fairly common. And I forget what they call them. But it can turn into something bad unless you eat more fiber. Which I thought I ate a lot of. Yeah, you used to anyway. Yeah, what, what is happened? it? I don't know. I eat tons of fi- Isn't fiber fruit and vegetables? Yes. It's all I eat. I eat all that crap. You eat brown rice, not white rice? Yeah, 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 yeah. I even eat like basmati rice. Well, basmati is not. No, I know. But refi- I eat brown it's rice. It's refined. <sighs> Robin. I do everything. <laughs> but it had these little things and they said, well, if you want it, Dr. Agus told me. He got on the phone with me. He says, you got to get rid of these little pockets in your colon. I forget what it's called. Diverticulosis? Yeah, yeah, diverticulosis, which isn't bad, but it can turn into diverticulitis. Which is bad. Which is bad for some reason. I think the pockets keep what they get. Yeah, the diverticulosis, if you want to get rid of it, he says, eat Metamucil. I go, you mean like what old people eat? Metamucil? I'm going to eat that shit. You've got the extra fiber now. Yeah, well, I got these crackers that I crumble up into my yogurt. But I heard Metamucil makes a pill. I'm thinking of going to that. They do. But I think they want you to have that grainy stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, I have these. Um, They're really good. Metamucil apple crisp. <laughs> and I cra- I crackle it up into my yogurt. And it tastes like apple pie. It's fucking awesome. But that only gives me two grams of fiber in one little cracker. I don't know if that's enough. Is that a lot uh-uh. of fiber? No, I, I mean... You need, I think they recommend like 15 to 20 grams of fiber. But I got a figure. Per day. Oh, really? I got I to gotta call Dr. Vegas. I, de- I feel like an asshole when I call him because I'm like, Gee, You're how asking much- him about your duty. Yeah, I'm like, uh, excuse me, uh, how many Metamucil crackers should I be eating? And why, there's a lot of sugar in them and they taste a little too good. And he's like, just eat them. I have a lot of questions about stuff. You know you're a baby. That's yeah. what it is. Well, when did you realize that? <laughs> I'm beginning Just to today. get it. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I'm After trying to stay in the game. Time. I don't want to have pockets in my colon. But you yeah. could read something, Howard. You could not. No. Instead of picking up the phone every time. No, I don't want to read anything. <laughs> I really don't. I really do not want to read stuff on the Internet because I'll think. Not on the Internet. Where should I read? Uh, you could read the packaging that I went comes. on. I did. I, it's too small. And then I went on the Metamucil <laughs> website, and it just it just didn't explain anything. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. But anyway, it was really defeating to be like, oh, and then after I did the colonoscopy, I went home, I took a nap, and then I got in the car. I had to drive for a while. And then I finally got to my house, and I shit my pants. <gasps> The first time in my life. Wow. I blew out a fart. Congratulations. After the colonoscopy, and I went, I think I might have dutied myself. You're like Richard. You don't know for sure. Oh, it's so, oh, this is funny. 
So like, I, I get in the house, and, I, and Beth is sitting there. She goes, hi, honey. And I go, like, hi. And, I, and, I, and I, I just, like, as I was walking, I was like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like it was that kind of wet one. Ooh. And I went, there might be some duty. I'm, in your pants. So I said to Beth, oh, I got to go to the bathroom. I run into the bathroom. I see this duty on my underpants. Very little, but juices. Do you get up to the bedroom, or are you looking well, at some I had other... A, I had a waddle. Like, I <laughs> took off my underpants. <laughs> I took toilet paper and wiped out my asshole a bit. I couldn't believe there was, like, grit in my underpants. And then I was just like... Two. So I went upstairs, and I went and got... Uh, what I did was I removed... I think I removed my underpants upstairs. And I put them in a plastic garbage bag because I was like, I'm not going to wash these. Just get rid of them. But then there was some shit in my, down my pant leg. Oh, you yeah. dribbled out I, of and the I, underwear? I wasn't sure, but I smelled my pants and they smelled like duty. So I got in the shower, showered up, and then what I said do you to do Beth, with the pants? I said, uh, honey, I'm going to go wash my pants. Beth goes, you never do laundry. You never do laundry. I go, well, I thought I shit my pants, but I didn't. But just to be care, you know, just to be careful. You said this to her? Yeah, I said I'm going to I'm going to wash my pants. You didn't tell her why. I said, "Oh, I thought I shit my pants, but I didn't." I just mm. want to make sure they're clean. And but meanwhile, I had shit my pants. I didn't want her to know. I mean, I'm a celebrity. It is embarrassing. <laughs> it doesn't happen to famous people. Right? I've never heard of it. No. Have you? <laughs> no. <laughs> so, uh those are my John Varvedo's jeans. I had a I was going to say, you can't throw those out. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> so this is, this is fun. I fucking, I go over to work. I never worked the washing machine before in our house. And it looks like a fucking, like, 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 like NASA when they launch a rocket it ship. It looks like the cockpit of an airplane. A airplane. Yeah. Point. You wouldn't believe how many buttons and stuff. Cause Beth does the laundry. She loves doing laundry. <laughs> Wait. Whoa. What was that? Huh? Is that Jacob? What Is was there that? somebody there? Yeah, he's on the phone. I'm hanging up on him. That was odd. I hope he's not in distress. Yeah, anyway, so I get up. Now I'm trying to wash my pants, and I, I couldn't work the machine. You're so, just washing one pair of pants. Yeah, that's it. And I, um, I, so I, Beth was downstairs, so I put a, I took my iPhone, and I go, Honey? <laughs> I'm looking at, I'm doing what you told me to do. You told me to press on, blah, 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 blah. I'm doing it, and it doesn't work. And I'm hitting the fucking button over and over again. And I send her, she put it on Instagram. I saw that. Yeah, that was me. Trying I to was laughing my butt off. I was like, no. oh, my God, he keeps pushing this button. I, I go, doesn't work, doesn't work, <laughs> doesn't work. Like, if I keep pressing it, maybe it'll work. Right, somehow it's going to start. Yeah. Yeah. So what happened? Did you ever get them washed? Yeah, I finally got it working, and uh, yeah, I ran it through once. I think, and then Beth ran them through again. I think she she was wise to me. <laughs> I should have just stuck my whole asshole in that machine. Yeah. Give it a good cleaning. Yeah, but I actually shit my pants. It's pretty crazy. I was like, <laughs> and I was like, whoa. I knew I felt something come out of it. Well, thinking, that's the problem with, you know, that stuff, because a lot of liquid yeah. is in your colon. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Didn't I learn? <laughs> and you had been sitting there driving. Oh, yeah. That doesn't work out well. Yeah. After those tests. Hey, Doug. What up? Illinois Doug. 
Hey, Howard, uh, I love you guys very much. Glad you're back. I just got out of the hospital with diverticulitis. See? And, Robin, if you do a little research, it's bizarre because, like, almost 100% of the people over 80 can get it. I'm 50. But it's 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 terrible. And there's, like, three different kinds. Sometimes you can get it, and they send you home with antibiotics. I was middle of the road with a little perforation. So mm. I had to stay in the hospital. Stay in the hospital with IV for six days. I was buckled over. The pain is unbelievable. Yeah, that's why I'm doing the Metamucil. Dr. Egg has said to me, hey, Howard, you do not want to get diverticulitis. Let's get this cleaned up. And uh, you got to eat the Metamucil. So I'm, I'm only, I got to find out how many crackers I'm supposed to eat. Oh, geez. If one of those things pops, you're, mm. you're collapsing. You're, yeah, that's you're collapsing when it's bad. If one of the you things, don't want anything I, popping. I, I, I if one of those you. things pops, you what? You get a colostomy bag. Oh, until, until, until your until your insides repair themselves, and and the worst part was Robin. The worst part was is first day and a half they wouldn't even give me ice chips. Right, they want everything to shut down. Why don't yeah. you uh, get on the Metamucil, my man? Get on the Metamucil bandwagon. Get <laughs> listen, that fiber. Listen, I've had a good summer. You know, kind of partying with friends, this and that. I thought this was kind of you know like a little. You know, a little rot gut or something. You know, oh, you know, had a couple too many drinks last night. Bloody, this was just this shit developing, hmm. and all of a sudden, I, I finished. I finished actually a short vacation last week. Boom! I had to call my parents. I'm like, get over here. I I, I got to go. I, I should have called. It's ridiculous. It, the human body is ridiculous. It should be able to take a lot more. And how is Keith Look Richards alive? Look at how long alive? it's taken it, Howard. That's true. How long is Keith Richards going to live? It's unbelievable. He must guy. have some of this stuff. He just doesn't talk about <laughs> Yeah, he's got to at least have diverticulitis. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Doug. That's a horror story for sure. Yes, Jim in Pennsylvania. Howard. Yeah. Do not. Do, do, I, I've been on Metamucil for 20 years. Go ahead. It, it, it's, it's life-changing. Go directly to the coarse grind natural sugar. Coarse grind natural sugar. And what, do you do the, the cracker or do you just take a pill? No, no, no. You're taking that grainy stuff. Wait, wait, say again, what? 16 ounces of water with two tablespoons before you go to bed. Yeah, he has the powdery stuff. Why don't I I do that? You could. How many grams of fiber do you have in that? Oh, I have no idea. It's life-changing. How are your shits now? Oh, I'm unbelievable. When Beautiful. you're done, you, you, Send you me feel a picture. like you can float. They float? Say, oh, you oh, lucky. You, you feel like you can, you, you, I feel like I can float when I'm done every day. Look at you, Jim. <laughs> Come on, a big round of years. applause for Jim and his duty. <laughs> yeah, I've done, I've, done the, I've done the sugar-free, I've done the natural smoothie, but you're, you're going to end up at the coarse grind natural sugar. Coarse grind natural. I got, I got to call Dr. Regis. All right, thanks, Jim. Okay, have a good one. See you. Good luck. Jim is taking museum-quality duties. <laughs> I mean, there's a guy who's reached top-level ninja. Uh, he's a grandmaster. Uh, so steamy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Hey, maybe now's the perfect time for me to do my, colo- my colonoscopy phony phone call. Uh, this is where I call into a, a karate show on the Internet about my colonoscopy. Uh and this guy can't figure out why the fuck I'm talking about my colonoscopy during a karate show. <laughs> the next big one that we're trying to do is what's called the dojo directory. All right. So 
See, we have a 973 caller. Who's calling? Hey, it's Howard. How you doing, Howard? I scheduled it a while ago, but I have to have my colonoscopy. Uh, okay. It is something that, um, you know, you have to do. You have to be, um, your body's got to be clean when they do the actual procedure. Yeah, I know. So, the prep is just horrible. Um, I have had the procedure done twice, uh, so I know what you mean about the prep. Uh, it's horrible. I should read you what I have to do. Um, it's okay. First of all, I had to go buy a bunch of clear liquids. All right. In the morning, I can have my soft breakfast, they call it. No, I wasn't allowed to eat anything. I wasn't allowed to drink I get kind of excited water. about it because I'm allowed to eat as much sorbet as I want. Well, listen, I know that... Um, I guess sorbet is clear. It's not easy what you got to go through. I don't want to be told that my asshole wasn't crystal clear. All right, all right I get it. I, I get do it. not know for the life of me why. In 2019, they haven't invented a camera that can go up your ass and see through shit. Um, and that's coming. I know that my brother-in-law's company is working on something like that. But, and then um, you take this stuff, Ducalax and Miralax, which will, will make you shit your brains hey, up. you know... I get it. After a while, it's just water squirting out of your asshole. We understand. We this understand. is an impression of me later in the day. Hey, stop that. That's not right. Oh. I might shit my pants. Listen. Here we go. Really? Oh, my God. That's so embarrassing. Come on, man. Oh, oh, oh. So, you know, this is a live program, folks. There's this. No way around that. Uh, I opened up his mic and thought that he was a sincere person, but um, let's see who this is. 337. Who's calling? Hey. Oh. What's wrong with you? Oh, fuck. Hey. Okay. This is a family program. This is a program that children listen to. I'm trying to be wholesome, and you'll use foul language on my program. I know for sure on Judgment Day, God's going to ask you, why would you use foul language on that man's program? What's wrong with you? Let's see who this is. Hello? Oh, fuck me. Really? I, I, I don't know what motivates people to be vile. We're grown-ups here. And any callers tomorrow, please, let's not have any colonoscopy questions tomorrow. And let's certainly not have any foul language on the program. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see everybody back here tomorrow, folks. Try to see it my way. Do I have to keep on talking to I was uh, getting into a lot of uh, music over the vacation. I, w I listened to the entire new Cheryl Crow album. It was really good. She, what she did is she did a whole album with different artists. Like Willie Nelson was on one track, and then you'd have like um, that super hot chick that we had in here, Maren Morris. She was on another track with Stevie Nicks. And it's a really good album. And I was like, you know, I don't rare, I rarely listen to new music, but... And then you know who has a new song out too? Avril Lavigne. It was pretty good. Really? Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, I got you into it. You were talking about her before we left. Yeah, I, I dig her. I think she's, I, I always thought she was great. I don't think she got enough credit.
You know, because she was like, like, you know. Well, she was hot for a moment. Yeah. During that whole. Uh, she's really good. And she has a new. Yeah. She has a new song. Skater Boy. She has a new song. And Cheryl Crow's new album was real good. And even though I'm still mad at Tool, I read a Bob Lefsetz column. said, go listen to the new Tool album. It'll blow your mind. And Why are you mad at Tool? Because don't you remember when I put out the movie, I had a soundtrack album and Tool was going to sell me their cover. Not sell me. Well, yeah, I guess sell me. They were going to, they, they had committed to putting an 11 minute version of one of the Led Zeppelin songs. What song was it, Fred? That I they think it was no Rain quarter. Rain. You, you guys are talking over each other. What? I think Gary's right. I think it was uh, no quarter. No quarter. Gary is right. No quarter, which I loved. And I was like, and, and so I cleared 11 minutes, 11 minutes, <laughs> 11 minutes on the album. And, uh, at the last minute, they're like, eh, you can't use it. Oh. So I had to fill 11 minutes with something else. But, it, but in their defense, they, they claim they weren't even in on it. It was some management thing, but I don't know. But their new album was pretty, I haven't gotten all the way through it, but it's, from what I heard, it was pretty good. He was right about it. It was a good album. Mm, there was something else I listened to, too, but I, I can't remember. I don't know. I was all over the place this vacation. It was very pop culture-ish with my Bachelor in Paradise. It was fucking bogus. I was really upset about Bachelor in Paradise. Why? Well, let me put it to you this way. You know how I'm Bachelor whenever a guy comes on and it turns out he has a girlfriend stashed at home? Uh-huh. That he's there for the wrong reasons and they send him home? Right. Okay. So in Bachelor in Paradise... There's this girl on there, and she's, you know, she's full-on in a relationship. Oh, with one. that part. She's on a full-on relationship with the dude. And then she announces she's got a girlfriend back home. She's a lesbo. She's yes, both. she's exploring things. She's exploring heterosexuality and lesbianism, which evidently has a whole other name for it, like pansexual or something. And she's both. She's both sexes. Well, she doesn't want to declare anything. Right. So all of a sudden she decides, I want to be with the girl from home. And that's normally in Bachelor world, they go, well, you came here for the wrong reason. And you, you have fuck. to go home. Yeah, you had a girlfriend at home. You get, you came here when you were in a relationship. Instead, because she was a lesbian, they go, let's bring her to the island. She never even was on The Bachelor, the girlfriend. No, she's a totally yeah, it's ridiculous. out of Bachelor Nation girl. I, I was very upset. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. Did call, you write? <laughs> uh, I didn't write, but I'm a, I couldn't wait to get back on the air to complain about this. You mean because someone's a lesbian, they get a full pass? Yeah, Demi's the girl who yeah. is the lesbian. And more making out between those two, please. Well, once the girlfriend came, Demi became boring. And then I, I, I know. And then I looked up the girlfriend. She used to be. She wants to be in show business. She used to be in uh, Second City and stuff. So they're all they're there. They're all there for the wrong reasons, right? <clears throat> Except for John Paul Jones, JPJ. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, listen, I'm the guy who said uh, tw 20 years ago, lesbianism equals ratings. Uh, I'm all for lesbianism, but you got to keep the rules clear. That's it. If he, if a dude said he was into other guys, that's right. <laughs> what would happen? Exactly, they'd send him home <laughs> if he had a boyfriend at home. But. In any case, I'm still with the show. I love it. I'm still Bachelor Nation for sure. I, it's funny. I was complaining to some buddies of mine that they all went out and played golf. These three guys I know. Uh huh. Spent the whole day out on the golf course. I go, how do you guys have time for golf? And I realized 
If I didn't watch Bachelor, you'd have I'd, time. For I'd golf. have time for golf too. That's four hours a, a week. Mm, yeah, I hate golf so much. I don't want to play it. Why did you? Uh, you know, I was just thinking it must be quite a game because the president plays it constantly. I know he's good. Yeah, and he's he used to say Barack Obama plays too much go- golf. Meanwhile, he's playing fifty times more golf. <laughs> During the whole, he swore he would not be spending time playing golf. Right? He goes, "Oh, Barack Obama, nothing matters anymore. People just talk." Ah, there's my girl Marianne from Brooklyn. Okay. Welcome back, Howard. I missed you, and you know what? I know this is on everybody's mind. Rest in peace, Valerie Harper. Yeah. But do we have any light at the end of the tunnel, Howard? What's the word? Remember she gave yep. you a cold word? All right, I'll talk about that. I don't want to keep you on the phone because you can get annoying. Oh, no, I'll, I'll behave. It's a new me. <laughs> I had a two-week break. I'm going to behave. <laughs> Valerie Har- well, I'll do a little uh, tribute to Valerie Harbour. How's that? I'll talk about Perfect. it. Perfect. I'll do an obituary, all right? I'm going to hang up. You don't okay, need- hang up on me. I'm used to it. Oh, I need Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, get this. So Valerie Harper, who played Rhoda on TV and then had a spinoff series, she uh, came on the show a bunch of years ago. Like, And she was dying. When she was first diagnosed with brain cancer, yeah. yeah. And I figured she probably got two or three weeks left to live. You know what I mean? Well, they had given her about six months, and I don't know which month she was in and for those when who, she came here. Yeah. They'd given her six months. Meanwhile... I've been waiting like 10 years <laughs> because when she was on the show, I said to her after she left, I go, give me, if you're dying, you're going to be dead soon. Give me a secret word that only you and I will know the Houdini thing. But Houdini did this with his wife when he was dying. He said, I don't believe in psychics. Nobody is psychic. I'll give you a word. If you go to a psychic and I say the word from heaven, you'll know there's an afterlife and psychics are real. Not one fucking psychic could do it. Not one. She went all over the world. They all were charlatans and phonies. You're talking about uh, Houdini's Houdini! Yeah. Who else am I talking about, Robert? I don't know. I thought you had started talking about you and Valerie. No. So (laughs) I said to Valerie, let's do the Houdini thing. She goes, I'm up for it. I said, you make up the word, write it down on a piece of paper and give it to me, which she did. There's a word that Valerie Harper and I have. Now, this was 10 years ago when they told her she had three weeks to live. It wasn't 10. Whatever. Nine. Six. Nine. <laughs> six. Six years ago. The woman is miraculous. Nine. She lived and lived and I figure she never was going to go. But at the age of 80 or 81, she died uh, during uh, last week's uh, vacation. I know the word. I have the word. I have it written down. Now, have you been to any psychics? Yeah. Well, listen, I just got back. <laughs> Here's what I'm going to say, Robin. For all my listeners to hear, and for you to hear, and even Fred to hear, we just came back from Africa. We got to hear about Oh, that. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fred so, in Africa. Not Fred. Safari Fred. <laughs> I was given this word Buona five. Fred. I stand corrected. I was given the word five years ago. She was supposed to die within In three weeks. months or yeah. something. She lived five more years. All right. Good for her. Screwed up my bit, but good for her. I like the woman. <laughs> bit. My, well, it is a bit. Let's be honest. It's the I call it the Houdini Stern uh, Harper bit. Anyway, I looked up the word. I have it in my head. And now the only two people who know this are myself and Valerie Harper. I haven't even told Robin the word. How do you know she didn't tell her husband? But maybe she did. But I'm. A, I, we discussed it, and she said she would not. 
Now, Valerie Harper is up in heaven, I assume, because, of course, she was a celebrity, and all celebrities go to heaven. You don't think God was a Rhoda fan? I do think God was a Rhoda <laughs> fan. That's why 